gentlemen. Triple M has rocked Sydney since way back when. And while some shows come and go, one show remains. Absolutely brilliant. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. The greatest sports legends. Would you put your hands together? The soundtrack to your Saturday mornings. And in 2022, a couple of the stars returned to the starting lineup. The best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman, join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. Belts on. Welcome. So welcome back. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Good morning, everybody. I don't think that opener is going to last too much longer, Richard Friedman, because I think we're going to lose Candace soon. She's flying on oh, that really? drive show. She's now wearing purple dresses as an oh, ambassador. No. She's on the back uh, for the races. She's on the back page on I Fox. See. She's everywhere. She's too good for us, Rich. How long, Candace? No, I'll, I'm, I'm very loyal. Uh, I'm here to stay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is the only you, radio station you've ever worked at. No. You guys <laughs> are my favourite on a Saturday that's morning. Okay. On a sa- <laughs> she's a favourite on a Saturday morning. I don't know what yes, else you're doing on a very Saturday morning. Good morning qualified. to you, Candice. Good morning. Uh, big race day today, Richie boy. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Doncaster Derby Day. It's a huge day at Royal Randwick. Track will be wet, but the stands will be dry and yes. comfortable well, and warm. Uh, we continue our unbroken streak of miserable days on a Saturday morning. It would be nice to look out to the city on a Saturday and see sun, but alas, not to be. We've got a lot to cover today. Penrith South, that's coming up next. Uh, the Panthers, who's going to beat them? Cronulla looking great against Newcastle. The Buddy Ball, were the Swans cheap or was that bloke a nut? Uh, we'll talk about the Warney uh, Memorial Service. Really? Um, that's pretty harsh. Well, it's a teaser. I don't think he's a nut. Uh, and then Elisa Healy is going to join us live from New Zealand. We are seeing one of the great sporting performances. They've got one game to go. It was one of the great sporting performances, uh, what they're doing at the uh, World Cup. And Greg Rust will join us as well. This is the Dead Set Legends. We do it for KO Minis. And we're talking rugby league after this. You can call us anytime. one triple three five three. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M Dead Set Legends, one triple three five three. It's already started, people. Candice, Richard and Dan. Richard, there was a lovely moment last night, right, at the end of the Penrith South game, where, well, what, what, it wasn't lovely to start with, Latrell, and I didn't see this happen, but Latrell kicks the ball over the uh, touch-in goal, really boots it, right? Just that was the way play dictated. Well, some poor... Uh-oh. Elderly lady copped it in the head. Now, we oh, didn't see that. So, no. all we see. Did he which, hurt her? Would, I think he might have, but he went up to her and comforted her. And then, after that's the. Nice. And oh, you good. can see he was rattled. No, yeah. that's. that's Because it was the end of the game. I'm glad he did that. And then, at the end. And then, after play, he just went straight up to her and gave her his boots. That's lovely. You, you reckon? Know? What's she going to do with him? <laughs> <laughs> What's she going to do? The ironing in him? <laughs> oh, come over, come over, Doris. I've got Latrell's boots here. Unbelievable. Well, why, why don't you, you want just him give to her give... something she wants? He want? spent five okay. minutes with her, right? Comforted her. Or a whole five. Oh, come oh, on. Well, what did you want him to leave his car for? Well, that's not <laughs> a bad idea. No, she's probably old. She probably doesn't drive. But what about a nice, <laughs> a nice dinner voucher? Or what something? was he supposed to oh, do? Was he supposed to pull that out of his backside? Like South mm-hmm. Junior's voucher out of his? You know, like come on, Rich, <laughs> give him a break. You, you know what? You're on to him just as much as yeah. you're on to Kyrgios. Give him a break. <laughs> right. I thought it was All a lovely right. thing that he comforted her. 
And that's nice. He should, like he should. I mean, but he did. But they got so players well in that moment. They're not think, thinking. They're not thinking that far ahead. Mm. Anyway, clearly, look, it was a nice moment. It turned out to be a nice moment. Yep. He looked after. He went there. I'm glad and he, he went did back because he could have just comforted her the first time it's and something gone, better than oh, boots. Oh, oh, for God! You know, oh. she's an elderly lady. <laughs> Candace, your bunnies. Yeah, geez, they had their chances last night. They couldn't hang on to it. Yeah, well, first of all, Penrith was super impressive. Uh, Cleary back and just outstanding with the boot once again. But Souser just struggling to get over that line. And I think that eight-point try uh, to start the second half for, for Panthers hurt them. I, I just wanted to ask you about this because Souths led in a few key stats. You know, they had tackle breaks, 40 to 18 in favour mm. of Souths. Um, line breaks, 6 to 4 in favour of them. There were, there were other stats too. So how did they lose so badly? I think they were just struggling to complete their sets of six. There was too many mistakes. Well, errors were 14 to six officially. Yeah, there was just too many mistakes there. And, and like I said, Ivan, uh, not Ivan, Nathan Cleary yeah. was just you know, back and back with, with making a big statement. Had it on a string, did he? Basically. He well, does. he uh, couldn't goal kick at the start. That kept South in because it was three, well, it was 12-0 mm. and he'd missed all three conversions. South did well. South had a good period there. Mm. They also uh, had a try disallowed, South, that I thought... Mm. Well, it was on either way. Mm. Ilias, it was a great moment for the young man until caused a bit of argument uh, with all the experts. Um, but uh, it's Penrith, every time they want to step it up, and that was awesome last night with 20,000 there. Mm. 20,500, I think, was the crowd. Mm. Um they're going to take some. Oh, seriously, going to take some beating. They're four and zero. They'll they'll drop one probably soon because with Oregon, it's maybe they all do. Yeah. It's yeah. impossible to yeah. keep it. They, yeah. they won their first twelve yeah. last year. So, so, as far as you're concerned, they're going to make the last four, no doubt about that. Oh, hundred. Yeah. Oh, not even. Mm. Question. Well, well, premiers what? do hit a wall sometimes, but I think they might be pacing themselves because the last two weeks, Rich, before this week, they they weren't. They were in second gear, and they still won. They they mm. they beat a, th- a twelve man Newcastle, and they only really shook them off in the last five minutes. St George Lawara could have easily beaten them in week two. So Penrith seemed to be picking their moments a little this year. Yes, and I remember that match. St George just couldn't get it across the stripe. They had them under all sorts of pressure, and they just could not get it over the but line. But that seems to be the problem with a lot of the teams that play Penrith that they just can't do that, and that's what was happening with South last mm. night. But any time. Any opposition team play at Blue Bet Stadium, and that's 19 in a row, Not in a row. for Panthers at that stadium. It's unreal. Uh, by the way, Dylan Edwards was unbelievable for uh, the Panthers. But, uh, look, I don't mean to pick on Latrell, uh, but nine runs and, again, very little influence. And is someone going to say it? He doesn't look fit. What are you saying? He's not. He doesn't look fit. Is there another F word you want to attach to no, that? No, no, I'm not going that path. But he doesn't look... He's now three weeks in. He looked pretty good last week against the Roosters. You know, if you run a racehorse that may be a little bit, you know, porky, uh, you, you, they won't back up the next start. Listen, you guys have something against Latrell. No, no, no. Leave I, I him do alone. not have anything against him. Nothing. I find him an entertaining athlete. Okay. one triple three five three. if you want to have your say on the game in general. Oh, by the way, Cronulla, mm. they're... They're they're going well. They're they're, now, the they're a top four chance. Yeah. See, they I think definitely they're 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 the sneakies. But last night, Aiden Tolman, his three hundredth game, he was outstanding. But what about the Knights? 
They've just got some um, Tyson Frizzell came off in the second half with mm. a suspected hamstring inju- injury. Jake Clifford, uh, you know, with a high tackle. What's going to be interesting, they play the Sea Eagles on Thursday night. So both mm. teams kind of... Well, everyone beats the Sea Eagles. Searching for a win. <laughs> right. Uh, they play My team. Canberra this afternoon. Triple M, uh, this is the Dead Set Legends. You can call us uh, anytime. One triple three five three. Make sure you're wearing protection because it's about to get rough. There it is, that's out. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Triple M Dead Set Legends, if you want a comprehensive overview of the game in just a fraction of the time, you need the KO Mini, which let you watch all the key moments in the game in, well, it says here less than half an hour. 15 minutes will get you through. Um, Rich and Candice, you both like your AFL. Mm. What did you make of the hoo-ha post the Buddy 1000, i.e. the bloke who got the ball and then was sort of forced to give it back. And that was a very uncomfortable meeting between the bloke and Buddy on the Monday. Look, I can understand the bloke wanting to nick the ball. It's a good bit of memorabilia. He probably put it on eBay and get a dollar for it one day. But, you know, you've got to be decent. It's important, an important piece of memorabilia to Buddy. He kicked the thing through the goal, so he should have it. Yeah, but he gave it back. The he guy, gave it back to the bloke? Yes, he gave it back to Buddy. How, How do you know it was the same ball? How cheap are the swans? <laughs> How cheap are they? They said, can we please have the ball back, which has been valued at up to 50000 mm. I don't know. If, look, right. there are ways to do this. If the bloke was smart, he wouldn't have put himself on social media because once he puts himself on social media, he's done because he's yeah. identified no, himself. Yeah. But there are, there are people. It's a dark art. Memorabilia brokers. You bring them up, they... They go to all the private, you know, collectors on your behalf. He could have made a mint. So how, do, how do they do know? Do you have to give it back? Like, is it the law? Like, is no. there some rule? This how do they know it's the same? No, no, the the AFL it. got all their little stooge journalists to yep. say, oh, uh, it, legally the AFL owns the ball. Well, geez, I love Bryden's lawyers or someone to say, you know what, we're going to challenge that in court because we actually think that property is not necessarily really, the AFL. It would be really interesting to find it that out because I feel like I don't I can't remember the guy's name but I feel like he's been ripped off listen until they've got vision that follows that ball for the whole time that that is in that guy's possession I'm not convinced it's the same ball but look but what about the swans coming out saying can we please have the ball back we'll give you a meet and greet Mm. now (laughs) now the bloke was foolish enough to say okay I'm in and he got a free pair of boots and a and a buddy jersey not the jersey buddy wore for the 1000 he's just got nor should he. He's, He's got, got the ball. Not anymore. Because now, he that, that was on him. He gave it up. He gave a ball up. Until you can prove I, the I, provenance of that ball. I think they I can work know. out. How? Well, I think they can work out. It's a yellow share with home. the right mud marks in the right spot. He took it home. What do you think? He had his way with it or something? Well, he went and bought another Sharon. <laughs> I also think... Rubbed it in the dirt and took, gave that back to I them. also think that the game day Sharon is different to the ones that you can buy at Rebel Sport. They're not the same I ball. I think you're right. But if you're this bloke, wouldn't you say, okay, you want your ball back, fine. But let, I want grand final tickets, good ones. Yes. Not up the top of the southern mm-hmm. stand or the worn stand now. I want proper for the next 10 years. Yep. You grubby fellow. He did get an SCG membership. All you did would, would be catch the ball. It's Buddy's ball. Don't call, you're in the horse racing industry. Don't call me a grubby <laughs> fellow and a, and a go, hey, dark I've seen, negotiator. If anyone knows one, I do. Triple M dead said 
Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M Dead Set Legends. It is a pleasure watching Rich on his horse business in the Sogs. Mm. And well, then just hanging up just before we get off air. I, like I said, my foreman called me. I said, uh-oh. He's calling on a Saturday morning. This is never good. Uh, he just said he was about to drop a set of colours for the horse that's running today to my house. And he didn't know the address. So, you know. I, oh, that's okay. Yeah, no, he's a good foreman. Yeah. He's a good fella. Candace Snead. Very patient. You're thing. in the paper, was it yesterday, with the big purple flowy th- yes, dress? Yes, yep. Right? You've got... You should see her out. Beck, can you bring the Candace outfit? I don't think what Candace is going to wear to the races today, Rich, is can not I just say, is oh. not suited to the races. Right? It's look oh, at look at this. It's very bolero. It's very sophisticated. So it's, it's a jacket with a blouse like you look like and a, a flamenco dancer. No, Dan actually said like a mariachi band member. That's, and now you've said this. I, I, I might have said a, a matador or a point. Or a flamenco dancer, he's gone to someone from a mariachi. <laughs> this is the races. Aren't you supposed to have it all hanging out and, uh, you know, oh, no, hey, nothing hey, to hey, the hey, imagination? You don't know the difference between race wear and cocktail well, wear. Well, that's... Cl- well, hang yeah. on. People... I think Richard. I'm a bit old to have it all hang out. I'm just saying that's very classy. Mm. That's very classy. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Right. Yes. Like a mariachi band member. Which that's is what classy. you said. Well, it's, uh, that's a bloke. If a bloke is wearing that, it's a mariachi. Mm. For God's sake, let's do this. <laughs> sports update down. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. I'm trying to give Candace a compliment. No, you were. Like no, you were. No, no, he was. You weren't. Thank you, Richard. Anyway. Thank you. Uh, we've gone through league winners, Penrith and Cronulla. AFL, goal after the siren. Adelaide Crows beating Port in the showdown, 96-92. Now, there were two games last night. That's a bit rare. Uh, and Melbourne at the same time over Essendon, 99-70. Giants host Gold Coast this afternoon. Swans, of course, already played. They lost to the Western Bulldogs. Buddy hangover. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Waratahs, easy winners over the Fijian Drua, 38-14. Have you got your comprehensive match report ready, Rich? On what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, big news. The Socceroos World Cup draw has come out. Now we can't. We haven't qualified, Woo-hoo. and we're not likely to. It would seem, but if we beat um, UAE and then Peru, we are drawn in the same group as France, uh, Denmark, and Tunisia. Oh, so we'd do really well if we qualified. Yeah, well, I'd just be happy to beat the UAE. Are we comfortable with Graham Arnold? We always like uh, Arnie. Arnie, we've always liked Arnie, but they, they've made a commitment. They said, yep, we're with him through the playoffs because there were suggestions it from the Soccerati mm. to, uh, well, there's a playoff series coming. Well, what difference does it make? We get there. We run second last. <laughs> Whether Arnie coaches them or not. I think the problem is, what were they supposed to do? Bring in an international coach for one match? I mean, it's a very yeah, expensive exercise. They then they often bring in their coaching staff. It's it's a lot of money for one yeah, match. Yeah, a lot of trouble for not much. And it makes me think that maybe the Football Federation of Australia probably thinks that maybe they can't qualify. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. It's, they might just be thinking it's a lot of, lot of trouble. They're going to tell you the what, same result. Now, the last time the Socceroos were in this situation, having to go through a playoff, I think it was four years ago, it was the last time around, they were actually very excited because... Uh, I know one high executive at the FFA was telling people, oh, extra home game, that's an extra $12 million for mm, us. Yeah, yeah. So I get, get that. <laughs> mm. They're going to make their money, but yeah. uh, 
at what they uh, what uh, cost. I also think the whole federation needs an overhaul because the women's are struggling as well at the moment. Yes, they've qualified for the Home World Cup, but that's only because we're hosting the World Cup. Okay. So the women and the men both struggling. Yeah. Right. So an overhaul. Got any, you know? Yep ideas on what that might look well, like. I don't work for the Football Federation oh, of Australia, yeah. but I do think that maybe bringing in a, you know, an international coach for a longer period of time like a like we did back in the day with a goose hitting, it worked well. Why would you spend the money? <laughs> That's uh, legends. Have you ever said anything positive about soccer in this country? Ever? Once? I said, "Thank God that's over." Triple, you are a fool. You are an absolute fool. Triple M dead set legend. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's dead set legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Triple M dead set legends. That's Def Leppard. Not to be confused with Motley Crue. I bring that up because... Uh, <laughs> really? What's the Tommy, v, uh, Tommy and Pam show? What, the original one? No. <laughs> the six-part series... Talking about I watched, the, I watched the original yeah, I know you did, Richard, you many did. times. Get it on replay. Uh, anyway, now I'm going to move on. <laughs> Speaking of TV, much better TV, the Warney funeral. Uh, to be fair, there wasn't much better TV eh? than the Tommy and Pam original. <laughs> there nothing We've Warnie's actually done. moved on right, from that. I'm sorry. Get your okay. head out of it. Right on. Come on, Richard. Yeah. Uh, I know this is an easy thing to say. But the kids stole the show, didn't they? Uh, to me, I thought... I don't know how you guys felt watching. Um, it was like a really good TV show we were watching. I, I didn't feel funereal. I mean, Keith Warren was good at the start. But, you know, but what Is I mean... Is that a word? Funereal. But then you had all the celebrities and you had uh, the, the panel chats. It was. I thought, this is... Eddie's running the show. This is like a really good high-end Melbourne footy show. Mm. And then the kids, some are worn first... And then, wow, that was that was something. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was a great mix of everything. Um, you know, when you hear stories from Nasser Hussain, um, we had Brian Lara. I thought they were great. Mm. But like you said, it was the speeches from Summer, Brooke and Jackson. And for me, it was those words from Jackson saying, Dad, I'm going to look after my sisters. I'll, I'll look after them, which really um, was really emotional to to hear and to see them, but I thought they showed so much courage and he would have been so proud mm. of them. I thought also out of all the international artists that performed, for me the one that stood out was actually Australia's Anthony Kalia oh, when he performed The Prayer. And then they had a photo montage of, of Warney with his kids. I just thought that was just a beautiful touch um, and, and a real highlight of the show. I know this is a cliche, but we always wait till people die before yeah. we, you know... Mm. Really celebrate show that appreciation. Yeah, yeah, celebrate them and show that appreciation. It could do it at any time while they're alive. But mm. as a race, we don't do that. Mm. It's mm. just perplexing, isn't it? You've got to give um, Eddie credit. I, I thought, geez, he's giving a lot of press good host, mm. He's the best. He's he the best. Good host. And, but the, 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 the production team, they put millions into that, by the way. It's a state funeral, so the government down there paid for it. But uh, that cost a fortune, mm. even just the staging. Yeah, but the perfect format, like, okay, start serious. Like he gave uh, nice uh, nice words at the start, then Keith Warren. Mm-hmm. Then it went into lightheartedness for a while, and then the nice mix of celebrity. Yeah. 
Beautifully produced. But then when he put it after the kids, Anthony mm. Kalia, which oh, just broke was, everyone apart. And the, and the trumpeter <laughs> that was doing Oh When the Saints. I just thought it was just beautiful. I also loved the letter that they read out, um, that Eddie read out of Shane's brother, that he mm. of Jason. Jason wrote to Shane. It was his very first test at the MCG, and it was just everything that he wrote came to fruition, and it was a beautiful touch. Yep. My funeral would be very different. I was going to say, my funeral would be bigger. <laughs> no, no. It'll be very different. He would like it When to they be read the list. <laughs> Of people that have to leave. <laughs> if you're in the, if you're in here, if your name's on this list, out you go. So it's a list at the door, isn't it? Will it be open? Coffin, no, I want Richard? him to actually come in and have to, you know, Will Smith style, be escorted oh, okay. out. Oh, we got to talk about him. Will it be open coffin so people can check you're in there? <laughs> not bad. <laughs> That's <definitely laughs> not bad. When talking sport, twenty four seven is barely enough. Will you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. With Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Yes, indeed. Elisa Healy set to join us in the second hour, and Greg Rust as well, talking motorsport. Where do you stand, Candace Warner, on April Fool's gags? I don't like them. I don't find them funny. Maybe we're getting old, Rich, but I. Uh, can I read you this one? Tell me, this was in the Telegraph yesterday. The gag started at 5.30am. This is uh, 2GB's Ben Fauna when the breakfast host sent listeners into a spin pretending he'd suffered an accident at Royal Randwick. Because the program was being hosted at the race course, Fordham had sports presenter James Willis to play along and sit in the host chair for the first few minutes, telling listeners their usual presenter was OK, but alluding to an incident on the track involving a racehorse. Nah, <laughs> that's just, you know, we don't need that in horse racing. No. We don't. So apparently management didn't know. Nah. Ray Adley didn't know. He had to run to the... Jeez, I'm sure I'm sure they took that well back yes. at Piermont. I'm sure they took that well. Yeah. But anyway, that's what... LeBron James came out and announced he was done for the season. And, like, they're having a really bad season. Like, but if you're like, going to do it on April Fool's, everyone knows that it's an April Fool's. I think it's, it's fun for, like, young kids. Like, my kids, they go to school and they try to do it to their teachers. That's, like, cute and funny. But I think it's it's... Unless you know. it's so funny, it's it's. Maybe, maybe I've missed the game. Maybe that was hilarious yesterday morning. I, I don't know. It just sounded a bit weird. <laughs> I never got those gags. It's something out of the eighteen hundreds, as far as I'm. Concerned. Richard, uh, speaking of that, it's time for your tip now. Last week, well done. Races got called off. Yep. They moved it to Newcastle on Monday, yep. and the thing you tipped, you said it's at odds. It's going to run a race. Well, it ran second and paid four bucks the place. Now yep. that is beautiful. It did get smashed by the winner. The winner it doesn't matter. Just but still paid four bucks. It's still yeah, paid four bucks. I'm so. happy with that. I'm happy with that too. What do you got today? Well, it's going to be another wet track. Now, the Golden Slipper win is going around in the um, in the uh, the size produce, which is another Group One for two year olds, and it'll probably win again. Fireburn, but it'll be no odds. Um, I think Forbidden Love will be hard to beat again in the Doncaster, but she'll be no odds either. So it's hard to pick because these good wet trackers are. They're very good. They're very hard to beat. So everyone gets on them, and the, the prices are short. But I'll go for one. I know he's short in the market, but I don't think everyone thinks he can win. But I think Eduardo could win the big sprint on the day, which is called the TJ Smith Stakes. It's a $2.5 million sprint. And I think Eduardo can defeat the likes of Nature Strip and Mask Crusader and all those. So people, Shelby 66 is there. Mm-hmm. This is the horse that's running for the eighth time well, in eight weeks. $3.90. That's yeah. okay. I it, think Eduardo... Talk around Shelby. Yeah, well, Shelby's backed up. I think this is his eighth week week in a row. That's unheard of. Mm. No one has ever done that before, and he keeps winning. So that's just uh, right. 
good luck to his trainer there. Right. He's a, he's a good trainer too, right. down at Goulburn. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Danny. Okay. <laughs> Uh, does Danny have a last name? Race, yeah. uh, he does. Well, clearly, <laughs> clearly. Which horse are you talking about? Eduardo. Well, you're talking, you're talking about Shelby 66. Right. Well, Eduardo is jo- Joseph Pride. Yeah. Uh, but um, Danny Williams. Trains. Danny Williams yeah. is yeah. the... He's a good bloke, Danny. Okay. Uh, How much is Eduardo play- paying? Three ninety. That's a oh, very so a respectable value. tip from Richard Race 8, number 2. It's a heavy 9. It's been upgraded. It's been upgraded. Yeah, it hasn't rained for like two hours. Two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I believe Sean uh, has called us in on one triple three five three, and I am told he wants to talk about last night's game. G'day, yeah, Sean. How are you? Good. What do you got to say? I'm a, I'm a Matthew Stowers fan. That means it's a meeting as long as I can remember. I think they will get better. This young, this young halfback, he's still learning it. The rope's finding his feet. It's the fourth game in the NRL. And they, mm. I know that they made so many errors last night. I dropped the ball. They're like, yeah, that's just poor discipline. But I think at the, end of the, at the end of the day, they will be better for the experience as they go on during the season. Sean, what do you think the Rabbitohs have got to improve on, though? I think it's more the discipline. And, and, the, and the ball security. Like They dropped so much ball last night. And they've done it the first two weeks. They were better against, against the Roosters. But they're just going to hold that ball. You, you can't keep giving teams like yeah. Penrith and Melbourne possession of eighty percent and winning games. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You're right. Uh, they were number one in errors before last night. Last night just continued the trend. Uh, hey, well, it always perplexes me. With teams, you know, professional rugby league players dropping the ball all the time. You know that that surely they're learning that since the age of like yeah, six. They're, they're trying to force the issue a little. Maybe they think, well, we've got no Reynolds. We're sort of we're yeah. we're playing a gun side. We've got to sort of you know push the envelope. I they think they do tend to have a looser carry than perhaps say a rugby union player might because they've got to go into rucks and malls and got to you know yeah. keep control of the ball. Not League not. players are trying to offload. Well, they're trying yeah, to at yeah, least create yeah. the possibility. It is errors. I know against it. the Storm, they South had 20 errors. I mean, it's, it's too many. Hey, Sean, the Beer, Footy and Food Festival returns to Henson Park on... Oh, this is good, on April 9. And we're going to give you four tickets, I believe. You get everyone else grab your tickets now from Oztix. This is a thing. This is next Saturday. The Beer, Footy and Food Festival returns to Henson Park on Saturday the 9th of April. So if you want to put a suit on, go to the races. If you want to be on, like me, tracky dax and a T-shirt, go to Henson. Yep. No, that's about right. I Stop like laughing it. at Henson the Henson Park, Park, Park people, Richard. I'm not laughing at Henson Park Oh, people. you're laughing at someone. No, no it's, down in, it's down in Newtown, right? Yes. Henson oh, Park's... Very, very, very richy area now. A lot of groovy people in Newtown. Yeah, well, oh, I bet they're not groovy, groovy at the Beer, Footy and Food Festival. I bet they're working class people. You show your age when My you people. say things like groovy. <laughs> well, who, what's, what are you laughing at? Triple M. Ladies and gentlemen, the best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane and racing royalty, Richard Friedman. Join Iron Woman, Candice Warner. Welcome back. The Triple M, Dead Set Legends. Big second hour on the way. Elisa Healy is going to join us live shortly from New Zealand. The uh, Aussie, Aussie women. On the verge of an undefeated World Cup. Undefe- they've been awesome. Uh, also, Greg Rust is going to join us talking F1s and supercars. Richard's list of grievances. And we know you've been waiting for it. A sports show weighing in on the Will Smith, Chris Rock debacle. And we're going to do it. We're going to do it right after this. Happy to do it. <laughs> I know you are. You're looking forward to this. More than anything, anything else anything. today. <laughs> Triple M Dead Set Legends. Get your helmet on. 
This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. Stop your laughing, you two professional please. We're on here now. What are you giggling Sorry. about? Triple M Dead Set oh. Legends? Oh, we cannot say. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. I, I have no idea what you're talking no, about. No, you don't. So move on. All right. Watch the team you love every game of every round, live and at break free in play on KO Sports. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Play of the week. Well, we're somehow going to link this to sports, so let's call this a great moment in karate. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the out of me. Now, you think it's fake at this point? I wasn't certain. No, I'm looking at it thinking, well, it's a good job if it is. But, you know, you can't do that. It's just, If it was anyone else but a, a, a celebrity you know, movie star in the United States, that person would have been escorted out by police. Mm. This right. guy's sitting there and then goes up and gets an Academy Award. And they give that, him a standing ovation. There's something wrong, fundamentally wrong with that country now that that can happen. Here's breaking news, Candace. Mm-hmm. Will Smith has resigned from the Oscars Academy. Right. Does <laughs> I, anyone really care? I'm resigning, well, I'm resigning from the membership year. in the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Science, uh, Sciences and will accept any further consequences the board deems appropriate. You know, I think if we opened the line and said, are you pro what Will Smith did? I bet we get a full board of calls going. Mm. He was defending his woman. Yeah. and Look, I, I think do that. that's fine to defend your wife, your partner, but there's ways to do it. And going on stage and and slapping Chris Rock isn't the way to do it. He then had the opportunity when he accepted his award to then apologise and and to make good of a situation, a very bad situation, and he still didn't. You know what he should have done, in my opinion? Should have stood up, should have assisted his wife out of her chair, walked up the middle of the aisle, out of the building, Mm -hmm. and everyone would be just going, look at that. That would have been powerful. And then not come back for the Academy Award. Not come back for it. They say, that, oh, Will Smith. Oh, he's not in here. Why? Because this idiot made a lame joke. Uh, Am I right? Am seen... I wrong? Now, you saw some video, Candice, mm. okay. from well, a different angle. Well, I'm not disagreeing with you, Richard. That's why I'm moving on. So this footage came to light last night, actually, and it was someone in the back of the crowd that you could see Will Smith's wife, Jada, and she was laughing throughout the whole thing. So now... Hang on. He it, makes the hair joke and yes, she's laughing. And she's laughing. And then when Will goes up and slaps Chris Rock, she's still laughing. And then when Chris Rock says, oh, wow, you know, this is this is a really big moment, she's laughing. Okay, that's yeah. very weird. So now it's just getting a bit messy. Could be fake Hollywood laughing. But she, yeah. when, when the camera was on her, remember, and he's laughing at the joke. Mm. She's not laughing at all. No. But you're saying there's another angle which shows yes. clearly she's laughing. Yes. <laughs> so I know. This gets doesn't better matter and if better. she's laughing. doesn't matter what he said, how bad the joke was. You can't walk up, assault someone, and go and sit back in your seat and refuse to leave. Well, evidently, if you're the biggest star in Hollywood, you can. There's people clear. Imagine if Mel Gibson did that. or I'm, I'm just picking yeah. out someone who's dispensable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or the 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 best foreign film director came out and did that. Yeah, they they would be security right. would be mm-hmm. escorting him out of the building, Absolutely. and putting him in a paddy wagon. All right, so should he have the Oscar taken off him? 
he shouldn't have even been given the Oscar. Yeah, I don't know. I would have never seen his film. Does well, should he, he should just no? He should have just been escorted out. He wouldn't have been All there. Right, that's it. We've covered that topic. That is the dead set Elizabeth play in the week for Ko Sports. Elisa Healy's going to join us shortly. It is the dead set legend. Game set and match the cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Rich Friedman, Dan Ganane, very special guest. Let's go straight to New Zealand. She's just finished uh, training. The Aussie cricketers on the verge of an undefeated World Cup. Let's not jinx it, but it's been an awesome run so far. They play England tomorrow at 11am our time. Elisa Healy, good morning. Thanks for having me, and I will remember that remark uh, after the game tomorrow, and I'll let you know if it was a good one or a bad one. The jinxing. <laughs> look, look, hang on, Elisa. Let, now, now, let's talk to you. You're flogging everyone. Yeah. You, you, smashed England over the summer. Come on. Come on, Elisa. You, you should take care of business You tomorrow. guys are just dominating. You are superior in nearly every stat in the game. You just must be, you know, pinching yourselves. That you just this much better than everyone else? <laughs> um, I, I think we are. I, I mean, we've played some some really good cricket. Um, there's there's no denying that. But, I mean, the World Cup final is mm. just a, a whole other beast. I think you, you've got to turn up and put it all together uh, one last time. And the girls have been fantastic um, so far in this World Cup at, at being able to do that. So come tomorrow, hopefully, we can do it all again one more time for the summer. Elisa, y- yourself and the other female batters you're doing such a great job over there but the England bowlers Sophie Eccleston and Charlie Dean they're also doing really well so this is going to be a really good matchup between bat and ball yeah it will be I mean you look at the, the first game of the World Cup we played them and there was over 600 runs scored so um, it's always going to be an exciting contest I think their bowlers have really uh, worked themselves in, into the tournament uh, I mean Eccleston took six for in that in the semi-finals so she's obviously a key threat for for their side, but um, yeah, look, I, we match up really well against one another. I think both teams play play really well when we we come up against one another. So we're looking forward to that contest, and um, you know, it's pretty rare that we've been able to play them this many times in one summer. So it's been pretty cool. Both yourself and Rachel Haynes, you've got two of the highest opening partnerships of the of the tournament. Is that the game plan when you go out? Is just to score as many runs as possible, opening up with a good strike rate. Yeah, I think so. I think I think Rachel and I's job is is to set up the game for um, you know for a pretty powerful middle order, and uh, I think the top four sort of take that responsibility of of knowing if we can get off to a, a decent start, then we can build into our innings, and, and we know how much power we've got at the back end to sort of set a big total or, or chase something down. So that's something I think we've done really really well um, this World Cup, and in particular in that semi final, I thought that was probably as as good as we could have done it. So um, yeah, hopefully we can. Get off to a good start. I think knowing conditions here, if we bat first tomorrow, that it'll probably be a little bit, um, little bit in the wicket early. But if we can get through that tricky period and, and set the game up, we know we're in good stead. Just away from the game itself, the tour environment for any sporting team can be, you know, pressure filled, a bit of a pressure cooker. You're all there together. You're all, you know, living in each other's pockets to a degree. Mm. Um, you guys look like you're having a really good time. I guess it's easy to have a really good time when you when you're smacking everybody, but you know. It, you do look like you're having fun. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a it's an interesting point you make. I mean, I think we're we're just about to tick over ninety odd days on the road, and um, that's pretty unheard of 
um, for, for our team. We don't normally spend this much time on the road in, in one big chunk. So the fact that we're all still smiling and enjoying one another's company is, I guess, a testament to um, to how good we are as a unit. We've, some, we've got so many uh, eclectic personalities in our group that everyone just seems to click and, and get along. So, yeah, we're definitely enjoying one another's company. And like you said, it definitely helps when you're winning. But I think even if things weren't going our way, people would still be enjoying themselves, which is, I guess, the best place you could possibly be. Time is getting us, Elisa. Quickly, uh, yes or no, if you could, will Elise Perry play tomorrow? She's racing the clock. I don't know the answer, but she seemed to have trained really well yesterday and today, so fingers crossed she's back in. Okay, I'll take that as a yes. And someone <laughs> gave me a note, <laughs> and they said, you've got to ask about Babar. This is apparently a super fan. Have I got this right? Oh, the... <laughs> Over in Pakistan. Uh, yes. Oh, this is the pa- yeah. oh, this is the men's team. See, someone sold me a dummy here. They uh, said you've got to no. ask about this super fan Baba. Oh, but no. There's no Baba. Put a photo. Yeah, Pete Layla put a photo up of this ginormous human that's apparently Australian women's cricket fan. So oh. um, maybe one day we'll get to play over there and we'll get to meet him. Okay. All right. Now, more importantly, good luck tomorrow. It's been a fabulous tournament so far. Yes, there's one game to go, but uh, let's hope it all comes together. Thank you, Elisa. No worries, thanks. All the best. Time. All right. Good stuff, Elisa Healy there. So Babar is a fan of the women's cricket. But, but he's in Pakistan. In Pakistan. Yeah. So they don't have right. it. Because right. I thought you might have got confused about a men's cricket team fan. But he's about course. seven or eight foot tall. Like, he's huge. Yeah. yeah. But okay. he hasn't been able to meet them. Yeah. Right. Maybe one day. Okay. Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legends. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Hey, Candice and Rich, indulge me for a minute if you can. Um, someone close to me reached out, works at Lifeline. We know Lifeline, wonderful yes. organisation. Yep. Yes, very important. Uh, they have an office at Lismore, which wiped out, like so many other businesses in Lismore, wiped out. So it's a... <laughs> it's. And it has to happen every episode, every show, doesn't it, Rich? What? Every show, well, your phone has to go off. Yeah, nobody heard you. that. He yeah. wants us to know anyway. how important he is. Anyway, so uh, offer's gone. They're trying to put something together very quickly because there's a lot of people distressed. They need support. And they've got the furniture. They've actually got a big car park next to the office that was wiped out. So they've got space. They've got the phone lines ready to set up. They've got furniture. What they need is a demountable. If there is anyone, one of those demountable yeah. officers. Oh, there should be lots of them around. It'd that's what I mean. Stacks of building so, companies have gone broke. They'd, they'd be everywhere. <laughs> if someone, please, can provide six months or something, a free demountable, mm-hmm. you get it back in six months, it's for a great cause, One triple three five three. Um If I had a demountable, I'd give it to them. No, I would too. Yeah. But, uh, or uh, you can email lifelinelocal at lifeline.org.au. But ring up now and then uh, I'll put you in touch with the person that will get this sorted. But that's all. I'm sure there's a business out there that could spare one. Uh, you'd be doing a lot of good. Let's do this. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. Uh, all right, let's do some uh, sport here. Winners in the league last night, of course, uh, Cronulla and Penrith. Um, Warriors and Brisbane kick off Super Saturday. Manly, Canberra do battle at Mudgee at 5.30. Trent Robinson says he'll merely be an assistant coach when he watches his side play the Cowboys on TV. He's COVID protocol, mm-hmm. and he's not going to uh, butt his nose in. Australia's one-day series with Pakistan decided tonight. 9 p.m. is when it starts. Series locked at one all. 
after Pakistan ran down 348 the other night. Now, Candace, something happened with Nick Kyrgios that grabbed your attention this week. Yeah, so Nick, as Nick does, um, he went off again. He was playing in Miami. I think it was the fourth round. I saw this. And I'm sure, Rich, you'll have a lot to say about this. But, yeah, look, it's happening all too often. He's been fined $35,000, $5,000 for audible obscenity, another 5000 for unsportsmanlike conduct, another 5000 for, again, the same thing, and $20,000 for verbal abuse to the umpire. So, And another racket had to die. Mm. At least this time he didn't, <laughs> you know, hit the ball ball person. Yeah, no, no suspension. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but also, how much is this really going to affect him? It's not like he's actually going to have to pay it. It'll probably just come out of his winnings or, you know, Appearance fee for Miami. He's like the little car that pulls up at the circus and about 18 clowns get out of it. You know, it's just yeah. a show. He puts it on. He has the big blow-up when he's getting beaten, and then, you know, oh, he's going to be the bad boy of tennis. It's, it, that's that's his shtick. That's his thing. In 20 years, he's going to be John McEnroe. He's going to do the yeah. senior circuit yeah. where it's going to be required that he has a blow-up so the promoter's paying his money. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting a bit much now, though. And I'm a I'm a supporter of Nick, but I think he just needs to rein it in. He's such he's got so much ability and so much potential. No, that's gone. That's a, that's over. That train left the station. No, I don't think no, it has. Years he's ago, no, that, he's young gone. No, he's never going to be he's number not, one. It's not a Bernard Tomic. I, I think he has got no. a lot of ability, and he's he's a good player. But he just needs to rein it in a bit. He can have some runs in. He'll never be one number one. Rich, nah. He can have a few runs in slams. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> Triple M, Ted said legends. Well, you're in the right mood, Rich, because your list of grievances is coming up shortly. So is Greg Rust uh, talking all things motorsport uh, for Bendix Brakes. That's coming up. Dead said legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Said Legends. Triple M, Dead Said Legends. Rusty's Motorsport Update for Bendix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Yes, very popular on uh, Rusty's Garage, his podcast, which has been on the listener app for quite some time. Greg Rust, good morning. Dan, Candice, Richard, morning. Now, a bit of angst about some of the contact in the uh, supercars in Tasmania. Please tell me no one's complaining about that. I mean... Well, it's all we watch for. Days of Thunder. Rubbins <laughs> racing. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. There was a bit of angst about it. I think uh, I think Cam Waters at one point um, gave Shane Van Gisbergen the bird, but then a few of them sort of realised that, you know, that's a clever move. Uh, no one was was uh, turned around in, in that particular incident, and uh, he is just driving. He's in this purple patch of form at the moment. You know what he's actually doing this weekend? Shane Van Gisbergen is in Canberra, Rallying and his skills in the rally car are as are as deft are as good as he is in that supercar. So um, some good good action came out of Tassie last weekend. That's for sure. Dislike people who are that talented. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It's just so frustrating. But he doesn't mind letting people know he's that good too. This bloke. Really? Oh, uh, SVG. Really? A very uh, self confident. Uh, 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 no. Now, he's Rusty, a good operator, mate. You got to yeah. get to know him. Rusty, yep. one week until Albert Park, so the countdown is on for the F1. Looks like being an epic season, particularly between Ferrari and Red Bull. Yeah, Candice, bang on. It's a sellout on the Saturday and the Sunday at Albert Park. We, we have not seen the kind of uh, aura or the, the energy, and we talked about it in last week's show about Drive to Survive and so on, and it's so much so they've announced also a race in Vegas next year. So they're going to they're gonna do a race in Las Vegas next year. So uh, already we've seen a win to Red Bull, a, a win to Ferrari. It's been very close in the races, and you're absolutely right. I reckon it's going to be a cracking season. You know, I love my MotoGP, 
but uh, Friday practice cancelled in Argentina. Freight delays. I know all about freight delays. Do you think they'll deliver Jack Miller's bike to the post office without ever del- going to the to the the pit? Because that's what they do with everything I get delivered. Richard, it's gotten to the point where my my journalist colleagues that follow it internationally are currently watching the planes to see if they're actually going to make it, if they're going to arrive in Argentina. So it had some sort of technical issue. Uh, they cancelled Friday practice, rearranged or compressed everything for Saturday, and now they're worried about that as well. So hopefully it does arrive and they can they can stage that event. All right, beautiful. And that, you mentioned that Vegas race. That is going to be unbelievable. Mm. That, that could it's be nighttime race, I think. That could be Monaco stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it will look spectacular. It's Vegas. Don't compare Vegas to Monaco. Please. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. We all can't. Sorry. We all can't be hotel the de Paris. You can't compare those. You know those. Pokey houses. God, I forgot what a wanky you are. Thank you, Rusty. <laughs> Catch you next week. Okay, guys. Cheers. So just, I'll, I'll go See to the fl- Flamingo. That's fine. Or, or Harris. That's okay. That would suit you. <laughs> By the way, you make an excellent point. You make an excellent point. And, and Rusty, thanks to Bendix Brakes, put your foot down with confidence. Why is the post office only delivering once every two days still? No. Co- COVID long gone. No. They don't. A lot of these couriers, they never go to your door, right? Because if you live in an apartment, they never go there. They just put the the silly little slip in your mailbox and take it straight to the post office. Yeah, there's no it's delivery. Really frustrating. I don't mind that. It would oh, have been, I do. It would have been a good. I'd rather at least it's safe. Yeah. It's the you leave it out the front. Any idiot can pinch it. Anyway, but again, lockdown's done. But hang on, we're only getting our mail delivered once every two yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Profits going up. Triple M, dead set legend. Game, set and match. And other cliches time permitting. Triple M's dead set legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Just about done for another day. Uh, Saturday, Triple M NRL. The Scrum is coming up next. Uh, Rich, a lot of reaction to your real estate grievance last week. And may I say... Support? Yes. Oh, good. Mate, I was watching Sky News this morning, and the real estate bloke was coming. Was on. Oh, things still very strong. Very yes. strong. Very, oh, yes. Market's going up. There's market's a dip. going but up. Very, very strong. Very, mm. very... Don't believe them. Mm. Probably is, though. Rich, let's do this. Dog Nazis, Dan. Oh, that's... I'm walking the dog. I've got a poodle cross. You know, it's hardly even a dog. <laughs> and, and I'm walking down this set of stairs between my buildings from one off-the-leash area to another. But the stairs are on the leash. And there's an elderly couple walking up the other way. And I sort of politely nod. And as I walk past, my dog, off the leash, right next to me she is, never moved. The old bloke turns around and says... It's an on-leash area, you know. And I ignored him the first time. He said, didn't you hear me? And that was, that was not a good move from him. Never. And I'm not, I wasn't at my best after this. I turned around and said, listen, old man. I said, you may go back to your what appears to be very boring life and leave me and my harmless dog to my own devices. And I walked off. Yeah. I can't stand those people. He just wanted to be a narc. It, that dog did nothing to him, was doing nobody Hang any on. harm. So he was on the leash, the dog? No. Yeah, but Off if you leash. were doing the right thing in the first place, he wouldn't have had to have said... Oh, see? He wouldn't have had to have I'll said I'll be frightened anything. when you get old. You're going to be one of these people, aren't you? <laughs> the dog's doing nothing. There was no. We were the only three people on the entire staircase. 
and the dog walked past him, never even looked at him. Yeah, but if you you do that, then what about the person that has the the golden retriever or the the Great Dane? Good luck to them. It's a set of stairs between two off-leash areas. What's wrong with you? Do you have a habit of breaking the rules all the time? I'm not answering that question. I'm taking the fifth. Have fun at the races. Make sure you're wearing protection because it's about to get rough. There it is. That's out. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner.